episode 36 of the Podium Podcast. Today, this is Delroy filling in for Mark. Uh, he's running a little late. So are uh, we here holding it down for him. This nigga always late. He be late to his own fucking funeral. But today we have me. <laughs> Ain't no joke behind that. That's just what it is. Today we have me, Delroy Johnson. I'm back. I know y'all haven't heard me since episode shit seven, something like that. But I'm back today and me and Mark are going to talk and we're going to have some interesting things to talk about today. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Meek Mills. Oh, damn it. Now, I'm not putting Meek Mill in the tub <clears throat> for going to jail. I'm putting the judicial system in the tub. That whole situation with Meek is going in the tub tonight. We're not going to kick a black man while he's down now. Meek Mill has to do two to four years because he violated his probation. Now, the violation he broke was the traffic stop he had on a dirt bike or something like that in the summertime in New York, I believe. And uh, they basically telling the boy he broke his probation by that. And they going to give this man two to four years for that. Now, this is the same judge. Meek had the same judge in 2003. Now, she been fucking with this nigga all his fucking life. Now, this nigga done shot there. He went up there and pleaded with her like, Miss, I got a lot going on. You know, I, you let me out to do my thing. I'm doing it. I'm getting money now. Can I please just have this? I won't let, let me this. I get it. OK, I, I got a family to feed. I got a kid. No, nah, no, nope, no. Nope. She ain't want to hear shit. She said, you got two to four until I'm done with you. That's it. Boom. She broke the gavel. We're going to throw that judge in the tub, too. Fuck that judge. So, our, uh, yeah, we going to make me praying for your brother. Stay strong in there. You know what you got to do. Go in there and just work out. Come out on your Gucci shit. Marry somebody and, and just follow the Gucci blueprint. Because he is whatever Gucci did. Good God. <laughs> Salute to Gucci. Gucci got out of jail in shape. He had new teeth. This nigga done had a hairline. I didn't even know Gucci's hairline was that clean, nigga. Gucci came out so clean, the tattoo on his face, you don't even notice no more. And it's still there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, me, go in there, work out, get your body right, get your mind right, get clean, free yourself of all the leeches and take time and, you know, meditate and pray. Because we, we, we going to miss you. We going to miss Meek. You know, it's very uh, unfortunate that this had to happen to that young man. But, it, hey, better, better in, the, in the penitentiary than in a fucking casket, you know? Because this could be worse, my nigga. At least you getting out. This nigga's that's going in there forever. You going to be all right, Meek. Hold your head, Meek Mill. Now, moving forward. Hey, yo, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. What up, nigga? What the fuck going on? You started my show? Yeah. You late, fool. Shit, it's 9.45. Your session was for 9. What the fuck wrong with you? Listen, man, don't worry about where the fuck I be at, man. This this is my show. Like, first of all, you were supposed to be the guest. Why are you on? Who? Why are you recording? I mean, Yannick, Yannick pressed the button. He said, I'll, whenever I'm ready. Are you, using, are you using my keypad? Yeah. They got the name right here. See, I like this one right here. Ooh. I like that. I like that little Uzi nigga. I like it. All right. All right. 
Listen, man, move, get, just stay where you at. I'm a, I'm a, hello, welcome, everybody. I did that already. Well, nigga, it's my shit, and I'm late to my shit, so here I am. Hello, welcome to episode 36 of the Party of Podcast. I did that. You go bore these people. My nigga, listen, I got it. All right, I go ahead. You know it. You know every fucking thing. Listen, nigga, what's up, though? How you been there? I ain't see you in a long time, man. Shit, nigga, you know, playing my child support, staying out the motherfucking way in my baby mamas. So you still a wild nigga. How many kids you got now? That is confidential information. <laughs> uh, yo, nigga said Delray got more kids than Boosie. That is a goddamn lie. I got the same amount. <laughs> yo, how many kids Boosie got, though? Look it up, shit. I don't fuck Boosie. I don't know. Well, I'm going to Google it. Let me go Google. See how much kids Delroy got. You, you know, you just a damn nosy motherfucker. You always want to be doing some shit. Why you don't fucking leave people alone? Because the people deserve to know. So let's see. How many kids? Let me figure this out. Oh, I just got the iPhone uh, 8 Plus. Guys, it's cool. I had a 7 Plus. And um, I went to the 8 Plus. Ain't nothing much to say there. It's cool. How you like it? Same shit. Better camera, maybe. Um, it's a lot smoother. You know, every every new iPhone, it be smooth in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know me, I can't because I'm on child support. I can't have nice things, so I got my Obama phone still from 2010. <sighs> Damn, Delroy. Delroy, and you getting money? Uh, nigga, come on now. Come on now. You don't know who listening to this shit. Well, look, you don't look like you hurting, my nigga. And then I won't. Motherfucker, I can bathe and put cologne on. Shit, what the fuck? No, don't worry about me. Look, Boosie. We Boosie. Oh, okay. They say Boosie got three. Well, shit. I mean, hold on. Yeah, three. So you got three, Delroy? Uh, yeah. I'm just going to agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> but this nigga obviously got more than three kids. But how many you on child support for? All of them. Damn, nigga. Different mothers? Yeah. Oh, Delroy, get around. Uh, one time for Delroy. Yeah. Yeah, I was a bad boy. Yeah, you know. In the South, you got to, you know, you get bored. So we be fucking. We be fucking. I hear that. I hear that, man. I, I ain't got ain't nothing wrong with that. Stay young. But uh, well, what did you talk about so far? Oh, uh, we talked about Meek Mill. Oh, word. Yeah, that's fucked up. That uh, they doing that to me. You know what'd you say about it? But yeah, I said the same thing. I said it's foul. Yeah, it's fucked up. They they doing that to me. I mean, he's, you know how it go. We we targeted, man. And it don't matter how much money you got. It don't matter who you are, nigga. If they want you, they gonna get you. They got OJ. Still, nigga. Yeah, come on now. Hove told us, you know, let's not get it twisted here. But um, let's talk about Chris Brown's album. Now, now, I love Chris Brown. Two of my kids came from Chris Brown. Take you down. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, take you down, my Chris. I got two kids by that song alone. So, yeah. All right. Well, Chris Brown got a new album called uh, Heartbreak on the Full Moons, 45 songs. I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest, 100% honest with y'all, okay, because I don't lie. The first time I listened to, 
Well, let me be super specific. Chris Brown has 45 songs on this album. I didn't finish the album in one day. I listened to the first 10 songs and I was not moved. I actually thought, I said, if this is his album, this is terrible. Because this is not good. This is not good. Three of the 10 songs were singles. I don't count those. The other seven, I did not like. And I was like, Chris, what's going on here? And then I got to song 11. And then song 12. And then from 12 to 26. God damn it. <laughs> this nigga Chris Brown had made a fucking movie on this album. Shit. I love it. I think Chris Brown is going to change the way people put out music now as far as like amount of songs. Because for him to have 45 songs on an album and 32 of them be fire. Well, damn, nigga, 32 fire songs out of 45. I'll take that. Every album, I'll take that. Do it again, Chris. Give me 90. I want 90 songs now, Chris. Because if that's the ratio, fuck that, nigga. 32 out of 45, 13 trash, 32 fire. I'll take it. And if he do 90, it's going to be 70 of them shit's going to be fire. But uh, Chris Brown is fire. What do you think about the album, Delroy? Um... Well, unfortunately, when I went to the Best Buy near me, they did not have the physical copy for me to purchase. Because as you know, I don't have... Oh, damn. Yeah, I don't have an iPhone 8 Plus. Like, yo, no kid have an ass. Well, hold on, Delroy. I work very hard. Nigga, please. You don't do shit. Oh. (laughs) All right, Delroy. I mean, listen, I'm not going to argue with you, man. But Okay, so they didn't have a CD, so you didn't get it. No, I didn't, I didn't get it yet. You know what, Delroy? I want to do something nice for you, but you're such an asshole. I'm not going to do it. Well, then fuck you then. You see what I'm saying? I w- Whatever. I don't, well, you don't, be, don't give me no charity. Don't give me shit. I'm fine. I, when they get the Chris Brown CD, I'm going to get it. I might just have to order it, but I'll find it. Don't worry. I'm all right. I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to text you about it, too. You know how long it's going to take you to text me on that fucking phone? Oh, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> Gonna take there were two weeks to text me Chris Brown album fire on that fucking cricket shit you got over there. Whatever. Well, I believe you. Chris Brown album is phenomenal. I believe it. That's a phenomenal young man. Uh, I don't care nothing about his personal business. The music is what I care about. And damn it, that boy can dance. I don't give a fuck who he hit. I don't give a fuck who he cheated on. Nothing. I don't care about none of his drug issues. Give me the music, Chris, and we are fine. You understand me? Hit the ball one time. All right, I agree. I agree. I really, I'm a DMX fan. So personal shit never affected me. But you know DMX on crack? Did you hear Flesh in My Flesh, though? I don't give a fuck about him doing crack, my nigga. If that's the, if that's the result of doing crack, DMX, get him in the studio with a big mountain of crack and let him overdose in the booth. Get it, make it happen. The fuck y'all talking about? People, artists need shit to create. Hello? I'm an artist. I, I smoke and I do edible. But I do marijuana, nigga. Help me. Fuck y'all talking about. Shit. I had two edibles before I came here today. So what do you mean? The artists need their shit, man. Let that stay life. If he can afford that, what the fuck do you? Why does it matter to you? He ain't no role model. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas be judging niggas like they, like they, like they supposed to be something to you. you no, know, nigga. I make music. Listen to my music and leave me alone. I don't live life for you. So no. But um. Yeah, Chris Brown album, phenomenal. Todd Dolla Sign dropped an album. Beach House 3. Now, 
I will say as a Ty Dolla Sign fanatic, this is Ty Dolla Sign's best album. I'm not shitting you. Now, people may say free, uh, free TC may be a little better, but I didn't like that album. I didn't like his last album, but this album. This is the one, Beach House 3. The instrumental to the podcast this week, actually, is Todd Dollison, Drop Top in the Rain, featuring Tory Lanez. Check that out. Yeah. Now, Delroy, I know you love Todd Dollison. I do. That brother thing about weed and bitches and gangster shit, and I love it. That's my life. And I fucks with the album. Oh, you heard that one? Yeah, yeah. My uh, One of my young girls, she got an uh, uh, iPad. And she was playing it when she got in the shower. I'm like, what is, what is, ooh, that's the new shit? Oh, yeah. I heard a little bit of it. I like, I loved that. I heard like seven, eight songs. Oh, yeah, I think it got 15 tracks. So you heard most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign shit is fire. It's fire. And until I got through the rest of Chris Brown album, I was saying Ty Dolla Sign shit was better. It is not. But it is good. <laughs> it is good. Um... Complex Con was in uh, California, Long Beach this weekend. Uh, last year, Complex Con won. I was actually in LA. I wasn't in Long Beach, but I've seen the energy in the city of people going. It was a lot of moving and shaking. I went past round two the day before Complex Con. It was empty. They didn't have much merchandise because they had a booth at Complex Con. So when I first went, and I'm sorry to Sean and them guys at round two. And I bashed him on Instagram. I told everybody the store was trash and yada, yada, yada. Upon further review, the store had nothing in it because they were in two complex cons to vend. And this was way before Sean had announced that he actually won the MX Day thing. It was, this was, I went last around this time, November last year. So, uh, I didn't really know what was going on with the store at that time, but my, my apologies to those guys because that was out of pocket. I didn't really know. I was just going based off, you know, what most people do, based off uh, first appearance. I'm like, well, damn, they don't have shit in here. I watch these niggas on YouTube. I'm all the way in L.A. I come to their store purposely, and there's nothing here. But that was why. Everything was going on. It was getting ready for New York's opening. Shout out to Round 2, man. They opened up Round 2 in New York. I have yet to visit. I will go. But, yeah. Yeah, Complex Time was very serious this year. From what I've seen, they had an Air Force One collab drop. Uh, Ghostface Killer was there with his A6. Pharrell, of course, was in the building with his Human Race NMDs dropping this weekend. I am not buying any of these new Pharrells. I had two pairs of the first Human Race. The red and the tangerine. I was trying to find the green and the black to no avail. And I have since relinquished my Human Human Race Pharrell Adidas. I've sold both of them. I'm proud of me. And uh, I don't regret it. I don't ever regret selling shoes. But yeah, Pharrell was there. My my uh, my hero. One of my many heroes. You know, Allen Iverson, Kanye West, Pharrell Williams. DMX. Um, Dave Chappelle. Martin Lawrence. Um, Larry David. Um, uh, yeah, but Complex Con, yes, and uh, Pharrell performed. He brought out the Migos. That was that, that happened. Um, what else? U- Uzi was there. That was dope. Uh, Pusha T was running around with his new drop. I don't like them shits. I personally don't care for the. You know, I don't care for that paper bag in the box. And, and Pusha T trying to like make you 
make niggas that was never never sold drugs understand drug culture with his shoe packaging. Like his first shoe came in a fucking Ziploc bag that had measurements like the scale and all that. All right, push him. You got it, bro. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he was there. Uh, Jay Balvin was there. Uh, academics in the desk did a show with Clark Kent. I watched that. Very interesting. Clark Kent is not much of a talker, so it wasn't the most lit episode they've ever had. The one with Big Crit was very entertaining. Uh, anyway, back to Complex. Who else closed the show? Gucci, I believe, closed the show. And I pretty much kept up with it on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. Looks pretty lit, man. I mean, you know, salute to Complex embracing culture and being the culture. Complex right now is the culture because the culture is fucking with them. So you could have all these sneaker shows and trade shows and all this other shit, but all of the industry fucks with Complex. And, you know, Mark Echo, salute to Mark Echo, owner of Complex, who started that years ago. Uh, yes, Mark Echo, the clothing brand. That's, Complex is his. He's, he's up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great site. Um, I I go straight to Complex anytime I want to know anything in pop culture, hip hop, fashion. They cover everything. They're not like a media takeout where they just airing your dirt. No, they'll air the dirt and they'll also air the good shit and they'll also air anything really pretty much that's hot in culture. So salute to them. Salute to Complex. Um, I will definitely try to go to the next one next year. Um, okay, so now let's uh, let's uh, let's let's uh, jump into let's jump let's jump into some shit. Daryl, are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I don't know shit about no complex con, so you lost me there. Yeah, I figured you. <laughs> All right. I figured that, uh, but yo, this con, this this uh, next uh, this next topic, so, if you will, I'm gonna bring up that we're gonna divulge into is pretty deep. Now, Delroy, I know you for one can attest to a majority of what I'm saying. You may even learn something, or you teach me a lot of things. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Uh, I get a lot of perspective from the young world through you, so I appreciate you sharing because a lot of niggas, you know, they feel like it's some guy code or some shit. Like, nigga, live your life. Fuck guys, you gonna be a guy code for a nigga you don't know. Fuck these niggas. Delroy, man, you my nigga, man. You are, I, this is why, this is why we be cool like this, even though you be yelling on me and all that, but we good. I love you, man. You're like a little brother. Delroy, damn, bro. Shut up, my nigga Delroy. All day, nigga. You already know. My nigga Delroy. Shit. Nigga knew me since I was little, nigga. But yeah, um, the topic I want to jump into is actually on my Instagram page. By the time you guys hear this, you can go back and review it. Most people have agreed as the comments say. So, I mean, and it's actually, I have women agree with me, which is very, very rare that women agree with me on a post about them. But, uh, I speak from the soul, bro. Like I, I've been, I study people, women, people. I study things. I'm a Virgo with watches. You know, we analytical, we analyze every fucking thing. We analyze ourselves, which is why we're heartless. Because we already rip ourselves apart subconsciously in our own minds. So when other people do it, it's laughable. Like, dude, you're not. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this post, and it, came, it began on my Snapchat. And um, 
I took it over to Instagram because I felt like this was very important. Very important. So the topic is uh, women putting men in position to lie to them. Now, oh man. So, okay. Now I might learn something here because I, I, I think I know where you're going, but I need you to, you gotta, you gotta break it. Let's hear this. That's it. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready for this. I gotta hear this. I got to hear this. Excuse me. Okay, so now. This is this is everything I wrote. It's on my Instagram. You can go check it out. Women always put me in ugh, women always put me. <laughs> Am I speaking for myself? I do know. Alright. Women always put men in positions to lie to them, yet they hate liars. Okay, so let's be honest here. What makes women happy? Doing whatever the fuck they say. So in theory, you just have to tell them what they want to hear and give them their way. Which is a lie. Niggas have no choice but to lie to y'all because the truth don't work. And it definitely won't it will definitely not make you happy. I wouldn't even call it lying. I would call it keeping y'all fantasy alive. Now understand what I'm saying. Oh, I like that nigga. You, you just did some shit there. Yeah, right now what I'm basically saying is women live in this fantasy world where things are a certain way. And when things aren't that way, it triggers them. And I give it, I'm give. i going to break it down further as I go read on into the thing. It's like 10 pages of this. So I'm on, that was page two. Now, page three. Example. Women always say, well, if you just want to fuck, you should have just said that. However, that shit does not work. Why? Because they want the fantasy, which is to get to know her, take her out, play the game. And then get the pussy. Right? They, that's what they want. Wow, nigga, damn. Now, now, ooh, shit. Now, that was, that was, okay, all right. I think, I think I get where you're going, boy. Yeah, you feel me now, right, there, Nigga, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. I ain't gonna get, <clears throat> this is a glorious time. This is a, this is a glorious time. Go ahead, though. Because now this is like man evolution now, you know. Well, I think after all these years, we starting to understand women more. And I don't know if it's through social media or if it's just through interaction or because I don't know. But it's just like I feel like men are starting to understand them because I'm starting to understand a little more. And I never really gave a fuck. Yeah, we have to understand them man, because they don't understand us. And a lot of the times the disconnect with men and women is they don't understand each other. So if you can't communicate with her in a way that you feel comfortable and it's not a way that she feels you're not lying to her, ah, it's like they just have to understand. Like, they don't get it. Women don't get men. Men don't get women. So men talk to women as if she's a man. Like, you're just saying things. But you got to understand women are sensitive. It's not what you say to her. It's how you say it. So you can tell your girl anything, but it's how you present it. You got to present that in the right way. And a lot of niggas don't know how to do that because they don't know women. They don't know what it's not. You, I took what I told you. Nah, you got to say it in a way that doesn't make her feel a way. I know it's annoying, but that's how they work, my nigga. But let's get back to the post. So he was talking about um, you got to play the game, get the pussy, yada, yada. So now I say this. The funny part is a nigga will put in, will put, put the work in just to fuck and dip. Only difference is now, this shit hurt because you started to like the nigga. He lied to you and you accepted it as the truth because y'all live in a lie. Fantasy. 
none of what y'all want really exists. Y'all live in a lie and expect the truth, but only what's seen as acceptable truth to you. Selective truth, if you will. You should have you let the honest person smash. At least he was real and upfront. Nope. Y'all went to fake fantasy, but it's okay. But, it, but it's your truth, so it's okay. Let's say you're going on vacation with your niggas, right? And your girls say, don't fuck anybody. Are you going to argue with her just to lie or just lie and say you won't? She know you're going to look for pussy, but they have to have the fantasy of believing you going to the Dominican Republic to chill. Man, I'm telling you right now. You have discovered something here. And I'm not going to play with I'm not even joking, man. This is some deep intellectual shit. That you are breaking down. It's like you found another planet or something nigga. Where the fuck do you come up with this shit? Like how do you just sit there and come up with these these things? Because everything makes sense. And everything is true here. What? Damn man. And I wish we had a woman here to, to, to talk about this tonight. I know I reached out to a few females to um come up tonight. But you know the weather's bad tonight. It's raining really bad today. And, um, you know, people couldn't make it. People had other things to do. So, you know how we do. Be the podium podcast. We're going to hold it down. We're giving my listeners content because y'all deserve it. And I'm trying to stay consistent now. We here, man. We here. And we going to be here. So now, that was the thing with the Dominican Republic shit. All right, next part. This is a good one here. Women helped hurt. <clears throat> hold on. You get the mic right. Hold up. Women hurt themselves with false expectations and blame us for living in reality. Women live to catch you fucking up. It gives them purpose. If you acting right, she don't trust it. If you fucking up, she already knew you was and didn't want to accept it. And she will stay and argue. Not even taking the responsibility of admitting to herself. You're making it worse by staying. However, She's too comfortable to leave and too afraid to start over. And what do I say on this podcast every damn near every week? Fear of change and comfort will keep you in a fucked up situation. I always say that. Always. Y'all cannot be afraid of change. Comfort, that's a given. You with somebody long enough, you should be comfortable. Can't control that. But you cannot be afraid of change. It will keep you in a situation. But the comfort makes the fear okay. Because I'm not afraid if I can stay comfortable. You get what I mean? Like she's afraid. She's scared to death. But she's she's comfortable. So why change if it's like over there it hurts. Over here it feels good. But it hurts a little less. So she's going to stay where it hurts a little less, but it still hurts. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you need that big hurt to make you stronger so in the future you can deal with shit. Like women don't know how to deal with things because they never resolve none of the, 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 the early shit that happened. And you know there's women out here still fucked up from their first love? High school, are we talking like 17 to 23? 
She put in six years with a nigga. The first mistake you made was having a boyfriend at 17. If I could ever speak to young women, I would say, listen, don't date till you're 25. Don't ever have a boyfriend till you're 25. But you can't tell a girl that because girls love relationships and girls always want to be grown. So girls go try to do the grown shit. That's when they come to, then the baby come at 18, you know, another baby at 19. They broke up at 22. You know what I'm saying? Now she out here with two kids. She 24. Don't, what you like, what you, what, what the fuck? Slow down. Slow down. But, um, don't, don't be afraid to start over. You know, I'm quiet, but I'm listening and I'm really learning here. Now you, you told me all the time about the uh, fear comfort and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. Cause I had went through that at one point in my life and you being younger than me told me that you can, you, you got to learn how to be alone. I was like, well, what, what you mean by that? Yeah, because you always have somebody. This nigga Delroy never really been single. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, he never, so he don't know how to be without somebody. So what Delroy does is he'll, him and the girl will fall out. He'll get a new one as quick as possible. Yeah, because shit, the way to get over somebody is get with a new person, right? No, no. Well, what? <laughs> no, it'll take them, it'll take them off your mind. Yeah, for sure. But that hurt is not unresolved. It's unresolved. So you're carrying a burden from a past relationship that never was resolved. You didn't take the time. You have to take the time. And you're not being good to the person that's dealing with you because they're getting the backlash of a situation you supposed you should have handled alone. You get what I mean? Like if you break up with somebody, you don't get over somebody else with another person. That's selfish. And that's not fair to the person you're dating because they don't get a fair shot at you. Because you're not really in that space to be with them. You're using them. You understand what I'm saying? So you really need to take that time to be alone, to weed out all your bullshit. And if you don't take that time, then you just going to be more and more damaged. And a lot of women do that. They get, all right, nigga, fuck with me. All right, get a new nigga. Ah, right, fuck, can I get a new nigga? No, sis, you got to take time. You got to give time time as well. Let time pass. Everything will be okay in time. Stop rushing life. A lot of women is out here rushing like, oh, I don't want to be 30 and I'm not married. Who says, what's the fuck? Who cares? Why is, why is that a big deal? And I understand West Indian people and West Indian backgrounds, they have these traditions, but those are done. Those are done. All that marry by 30 and all, that's done. Those, these days are different. Okay? Marriage is damn extinct in my generation. So all that being married by 30, that's a false narrative. Get it out of your mind. Because being single at 30 is not a bad thing either. A lot of women will be dealing with that. I don't want to be single at 30. Bitch, you better hope you don't fucking die alone. Like, what are you, you worried about now? You, <laughs> listen, fuck all that. But okay. I said, said the fear, comfort thing and everything. Are you good? I mean, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I was going to say. Oh, that's right. My bad. I cut you off. Yeah, but you told me I need to be alone. I didn't know what you meant until you told me what you just explained. And I was like, well. You might be right, because when I was with Cheryl, we argued like cats and dogs, and I did not know why, because she was such a nice girl. And it was because I was angry at that shit Mary did. I never really talked to Mary. Like, I didn't close that. Like, that, we just, it was just it. And I just jumped right into it with, uh, with, uh, Cheryl. 
So I, I, you made a lot of sense when you told me that. And I took it into a uh, deep consideration and I, I took your advice. So I've been single now two, three years now. Yeah, same out as me. Yeah, because when you was with the girl with, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Now I just date, bro. Take your time. Man. Deal with somebody. They fall off. Cool. Take some time. Be by your lonely. Get your shit up. Go back out there, man. Date again. That one fuck up. Yeah, do it over. Somebody go stick. See, people be in such a rush for success. Like, man, now sometimes you just got to give time time. And every person you deal with should be a reflection of yourself of learning you and how you interact with women and different types of women and different set of emotions. You should be super smart. So this is why I know so much about women because I date so many women. Well, that sounded terrible. Well, I should say I've dated. But I know. I can't even know. I date. I date. I'm dead. Yeah. I talked to a few women. And I learned. So, you know. But you got to do that. You got to give you take your time. Yeah. So that's what I do now. You, you, and you know, sometimes you just got, you never knew who, who, uh, can make an impact in your life. And this brother has helped me on many things. He's smart. He might play stupid, but he's smart. Well, Delroy, I thank you. Man. Thank you. <laughs> the wrong button. Thank you, Delroy. If I had a crying sound, I'd have played that. Uh, you know, man, we got to support each other, brother. You know, I appreciate that for real. Delroy been showing love for the longest, man. Word. But the next part of this post, and I'm, I don't want to be long-winded and go on a tangent. Reason why they stay and deal and entertain is because 100, women 100% need closure before they can get over anybody. A smart man knows to never give that unless you mean it, and most times we don't. Why you think niggas always come back and y'all entertain it? How many of y'all talking to an ex right now? He trying to come back slash smash again, ain't he? He has a chance. Know why? Because he didn't give closure. He can still come back. Also, be very careful of entertaining exes. Fellows especially. Be very careful of your girl entertaining exes. Meaning, if your girl is real cool to her, with her ex and you can't meet that man, get out of there. Oh, what you say? What you say? I shit. I said if your girl or your your lady you dating talking to is super close to her ex and real cool with her ex, and you can't meet that man and look him in his eye with her there in front of you, get out of that situation because it's all bad. Trust me. Damn. Yeah, I don't think I ever dealt with that. I'm like, you cool with your ex? I'm gone. I don't even want to meet the nigga. <laughs> but for real, like, what the fuck you talking to him for? And you, you know, like, nah, man, but, you know, I'm I'm cool with a few of my exes. I ain't going to lie. You know, but we ain't cool enough to be fucking. But, you know, a girl wouldn't believe that. And I wouldn't believe that from no nigga neither. I need, to, I need, let me meet him. You know what I mean? Let me meet the nigga. If he cool, y'all friends, like you say, y'all friends. I shouldn't be. I should be able to meet your your ex, and he'd be like, "This is my boyfriend." You know what I'm saying it shouldn't be a problem. Now, if that's an issue, then you know what you know what's up. There's some there's some something there still. And ladies, y'all gotta chill with not getting closure from niggas and niggas 
y'all gotta at some point give these women this closure, bro. Because y'all be having women in limbo for years. Like, not giving a woman closure which can lead to several things. One, she won't fuck with nobody until y'all are done, 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 done. And that could take so long because when a woman likes a man, she likes him for real. And then when a woman is with a nigga and she made her mind up, I'm with him, she's with him. So when you say you you gone, you have to be specific and clear to these women because unless you say this is over and this is why, they always go hang on. There has to be closure. And for men too. Women, when y'all breaking up with niggas, you got to say what you breaking up for. What did he do? What are, what are you feeling differently? You don't, you don't love him no more. Cool, say that. Like, there's nothing wrong with, it with hurting somebody unintentionally. Now, listen, you can't control that they're going to be hurt by what you're saying, but you got to, you can't, you can't make, you can't do nothing about that. You don't mean to hurt them, but you have to. I don't want to hurt you, but I'm going to have to. Listen, this is it. I'm done. I tried, and I, I, it's over. Now, you don't got to say it that way, but you got to give reason. You have to give that closure. Women need that. Men need that. And, you know, it's, our generation don't really do that. We're like, yo, you're a dub. Fuck out of here. It's over. That's not a breakup. That's not a breakup. There needs to be reasons why. There needs to be a conversation. So, you know, Ladies, y'all got to deal with these exes a little better. Stop letting, stop being in contact with these niggas. If it's done for real and you ended it, let it be. Let it be. If he ended it and he coming back, why are you letting that happen? What does he want? You know he don't want no good because he left you once. You understand what I'm saying? What you allow is what will continue. Let somebody shit on you one time, they're going to keep shitting on you. And they just going to find different ways to do it. And the more you let them come back, the worse it feels. Because you went against everything you wanted to do to let that motherfucker back in. And they did it again. You motherfucker. Yeah. One and done. Y'all can't. Y'all too nice. All this. Oh, I'm going to see it through. You got to be patient. No. Who the fuck told y'all love supposed to hurt like that? No, it don't. Nigga, when I was in love, I was the happiest nigga ever. And when shit was bad, I still loved her. That's love. Love don't start with a fight. <laughs> What the fuck? You're gonna be arguing the first month, and what you you so you waiting this out? This is what the fuck? When somebody show you who they are, believe them. This bitch like to argue, bro. This is month one. Do you want to argue for the rest of your life? No, I don't think so. Get out of there before you get feelings for this bitch and she start running your life. Get the fuck out of there. Same thing with ladies. This nigga crazy. He try to swing on me. He play fighting too much. This nigga will beat the shit out of you in a month. Get out of there now. Get out of there. <laughs> oh, like that. Yes, man. Get out of there. So now, let's get into some Facebook posts. Oh, hold up. Before that, before, oh, I'm dropping a bomb for the wrong shit. Hold on. Love and hip hop. Love in Hip Hop New York. Let's talk about this for a few, shall we? Dara, you been watching Love in Hip Hop New York? Ah, uh, you know, not really. I, I watched the first one, and uh, 
I was turned off when they told about Rich Dollars got diabetes. Yo, <laughs> I said the same shit. It's my look. I'm like, is he, what the fuck? He got cancer. Yo, they gave this nigga a slow motion looking in this mirror in the bathroom over the sink. Looking sick. Nigga talking about he got stage two diabetes. Rich Dollars, get your stupid ass in the tub, man. I was real thirsty and peeing a lot. And I went to the doctor, found out. I had type 2 diabetes. I'm out. Think it's serious. Yo, <laughs> Dory, what you. I couldn't believe it because I got stage 2 diabetes. That shit ain't that bad. <laughs> so, hold on, Dory. So, you felt offended? Yeah. Because they playing. They playing like niggas really out here with this shit, and you put this nigga on TV. But nigga, that ain't no, that ain't that bad. Nigga, I I, I work out every day. You, you, nigga, I don't know how the fuck he got it or what he drink. Put soda down. That's it. Ain't that hard? Yo, <laughs> yo, Delroy is funny, son. Nigga, nigga said I got that shit, yo. So yo, all right. So my grandfather, God bless him, he passed from diabetes. I don't know what stage it was. I know he got his toes cut off on one of his feet, and he had like a nub and a special shoe and shit. He had to walk with the cane. But um. Your diabetes ain't like crazy, right? Like you don't need the needle. You doing the needle? No, I'm on pills. It ain't that crazy. I'm gonna take a pill. I'm not on ins- uh, insulin through the needle right now. Uh, I just gotta keep my sugar down and uh, just watch what I eat. Just you exercise and watch what you eat. You'll be okay. Like diabetes, you can live a long time. You gotta do what the doctor tell you. A lot of people they hard headed. Yeah, cause my grandfather, he um, doctor told him stay off the Pepsi. My grandfather be damned. He don't get his Pepsi in the night. Are you crazy? Yeah, see, you can't. That's soda, man. That's bad. And my mom, she the same way. She got diabetes stage one. Oh, she's fine. She'll be okay. She just got to be on it. She got to really watch what she eats. Not too much salt. Uh, She got it. Not a lot of meat. She got to cut out. Yeah, she's doing the pescatarian thing now. A lot of fish and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got to stay on that. That's what the doctor told her. Yeah, the doctor told her that. So she, she, um, she all right. So, you know, she good. But loving hip hop New York. Let me let me let me say this real quick. Now, you people always say, "Oh, you should watch what you say." You never know who. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. This is a podcast. It's the Podium Podcast. I am on my podium. and I'm talking my shit. Mariah Lynn. <laughs> Yo, Mariah Lynn went and found another Cisco with hair and and more jewelry with muscles and tattoos. This, whoever this Spanish nigga is, she fucking with. That sound just like Cisco. Can get in the fucking tub. Mariah Lynn having a single release party. Is, has to be the dumbest shit I have ever seen in all of my life. Who the fuck is going to a Mariah Lynn? First of all, I was in the spot. The other night. Shout out to my nigga Casey and Shiz. We went to a little hookah bar in Bushwick this past weekend. And speaking of my wife, ain't that some shit? I was in the hookah lounge with my niggas. We chilling. I'm eating cheeseburgers and shit and french fries. Yo, the burgers in that spot. Oh, my God. The fries, maybe because I was high. But shit. Them shits was slapping, boy. Slapping. For real, for real. Um... But yeah, um, let me see if I got... I'm in this spot. I don't got the video no more. I deleted it. 
Okay, whatever. But yeah, they played her shit in the spot. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. And I'm admitting it. That's a song? Delroy, I swear to God, that is a real song. What in the hell going on out here today? I was a hoe and I'm admitting it? Delroy, these women these days are not with the slut shaming. They gonna say it for themselves. Yes, nigga, I am a hoe. And you still want to fuck me, though. That's how they thinking. That's women's logic. You just still fuck, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, shit, I fuck Wendy Williams on a drunk night. That don't make you special. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Uh, No, I would not fuck Wendy Williams on a drunk night. Let me throw that in the tub. I'm talking crazy. I was trying to think of a very unattractive woman. She's the first one that came to mind. But anyway, Mariah Lynn, uh, that whole shit is, is, is fucking whack. Safari coming back to New York. Like, it's like Love and Hip Hop LA traded this nigga for Cisco. Is that what the deal was? Because <laughs> Cisco's over there now. And now like, Safari's back in New York. What are you scared of Meek Mill because they out there. Meek going to jail, Safari, go back. You good. Pussy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and Safari with this dream doll girl. She got the Nikki body looking. Ah, they keep putting him with these women that are named Nikki or have these fake ass bodies and looks to them. And Safari is just, you know, just out here coconut oil down with a fur on. Everything is good. He's on Scared Famous. Actually, I watched that show. Shout out to Scared Famous. This, this is a good show. Sky from uh, Black Ink can get this dick. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm really liking her ghetto ass, and I know she can fuck. Sky from Black Ink, if you ever hear this, I want you. I want you. Yes, I want that hood ass. Teddy violated, but I... What? Don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. Fuck. I look like Teddy anyway, so you gonna fuck with me. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, anyway, back to Safari, let me hit up. Uh, what else happened? Let me hit up. The shit with Yandy. The shit with Yandy and, man, DC's moms is so corny. Like, why, why is Yandy on the show? Nobody cares if, man, DC's ain't here. Wait, nobody want to come out. Like, Jim Jones ain't on no more. She was only there through him and Chrissy. And then I don't know how she kept on all these years. Like, oh, but Juju was there doing what? Like, if Cam's not on the show, she has no purpose. Who agreed to this? What's the other one I be with them? Oh, now the gay nigga from K. Michelle's show, he on another hip-hop now. But he Andy little friend and shit. Like, what, what the fuck? Do we need a gay nigga on every love and hip-hop now? That's what's go- is that how this going to go? Because you had the fat niggas uh, in Zell on love and hip-hop LA. And then, and then before that, they had that bald nigga with the other light-skinned nigga. With the- what happened to them two niggas? What happened to that? Then, you, then now, love and hip-hop New York, you got this... The makeup niggas from K. Michelle shit, like, what is this? What the fuck is going on here? Love Hip Hop is really dirt, you know that? It's really bad, man. But I watch it every week. <laughs> Yo, man, I watch it every week. Yeah, you sound like a goddamn folk. I know. I'm very contradictory, I know this. But it's funny, though. <clears throat> because, um, you know... I only really watch Love Hip Hop to keep up with Instagram. I'm not going to... That makes sense. Because <laughs> if you don't know the memes, 
Nigga, you might as well sign out. Fuck that. Oh, shit, where that mean from? Oh, let me hear about seeing that. You know, and then a little, little, you know, little videos and little remakes with the music in the background. It should be lit. You need to watch these things, man. Um, yeah, Love & Hip Hop is really getting bad. It's getting worse and worse every every year. And I always watch it high. And when you watch Love & Hip Hop high, it's faker. It's like, yeah, do they know that I can tell this is fake? This is bullshit. Like, how are they fighting in the club and they just make the camera look around. You ever notice in a fight scene, nobody's fighting. They So much security's there. Like, little B threw a shoe and then the camera starts, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck you switching the camera all around for, nigga? Stand still. That's all they do. Make the camera look crazy. Cut away to security, grabbing somebody. Bitch, 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 bitch. I see you, bitch. All right, man. I mean, it's 40 minutes of this shit. Next week on Love and Hip Hop. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Throw a drink, bitch. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, but you can't sit here and talk all that shit and just still watch it, nigga. I, a, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but, you know, I just, just want to stay in the loop. Nigga, just, you like it. You like the shit. I like it, but I hate what it represents. Well, then, okay. But that makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Shit. That's like music. Niggas like gangster rap. They don't like black on black crime. <laughs> Even though that's what gangster rap is about. Don't mean I condone the message. You know? Or whatever. What else you got, nigga? Oh, you in a rush, Delroy? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm old, nigga. Shit, what time is it right now? It's 10.30, shit. I'm news about to come on. You go, you boo. News about to go off. I'm ready to go home. Come on now. Bring it on him. All right, all right, all right. So, um, I'm going to go to my Facebook post. I think I posted one good one this week. Let's look and see here. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Now, yesterday, Monday, on Monday, I posted a video on my Instagram of a girl with a lace front wig with two braids. Initially in the video, you just show a girl with two braids and baby hair. Part down the middle, just, you know, two messy braids on her way to the gym or some shit. And it was a fucking lace front. This shit looked like uh, some alien shit. She took it off and had little braids underneath the shit. I wish I could show y'all this video. I put it on my Instagram and somebody fucking flagged it. Can you believe that shit? You want to you spiteful ass women trying to protect your neck. Got my shit removed. And I didn't even do nothing. I posted a video of a girl having her lace front removed in the salon. What in the fuck? What in the fuck does that have to... Why did I get flagged? Why? You know why. It was the woman like, oh shit, this nigga letting the secrets go. And nigga, this shit had built-in sideburns. Delroy, do you hear what I'm telling you? I am in a state of shock. I'm looking at the video and I cannot believe that bitch pulled the whole fucking braids. Off her fucking head. I cannot believe people are living like this. And the bitch got hair underneath the motherfucker. Why you just don't wear that? Delroy. It's a protective style. What the fuck does that even mean? Delroy. We will never know. 
We are men. Protective style to us sounds stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's like wearing a condom when you ain't fucking. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much the equivalent. You got a condom on on soft. There's no reason for women to cover up their hair every day. We don't like you can you can't even rub your fingers through your girl hair without feeling braids under that shit. If you take your girl wig off right now, you wouldn't like her no more. You can remember what she looked like years ago. Ooh, shit. Ooh. Uh, put your, your wig, put your wig. Fuck. God, you look terrible with that. And ladies, y'all so insecure. Well, y'all don't ever want to show y'all natural hair. I had a comment on the post, too. Let me go to this post. Now, initially, the comment that I had, I'm not going to say nobody's name. <sighs> this is the comment from Shorty. Don't hate on us melanin-filled women protecting our natural glory but still being versatile. I said, that's like literally wearing a mask every day. Why aren't more women proud to be themselves? This is the equivalent to a dude wearing a do-rag 365 days a year, 24-7. It's not about being proud. So what is it then, I say? She says, black women associate, black women, I associate myself are proud of their natural beauty. However, because we are black, we choose to protect our natural hair because it's deemed unruly. And also because our natural hair cannot always be worn in its natural state for long periods of time unless we have the time to dedicate sufficient care. Furthermore, most black men are not accepting of natural hair wearing black women, especially in this day and age. She's got typos crazy. There are still stigmas and stereotypes that black women face inside the black community and outside with no support except from ourselves mostly. It's beyond being proud but instead a deeper issue that has continually gone unnoticed. I say to her, so your answer is to conform to look like who you aren't. That makes zero sense. Because what she's saying is you're protecting your natural look, but you're not protecting it with like a hat. You're protecting it with hair of white women, basically. Let's keep it real. Spanish hair, Indian hair. You're not, nobody goes and buys a black wig, you know? So why are we so out here trying to look like them? She says, no, absolutely not. Have you not heard Solange's single, Don't Touch My Hair? What about both Amanda's in the entertainment industry or even Viola Davis? We are showing our natural selves, but showing we can be versatile women of color. Weave is now more than ever a tool of expression, more than hair protection. Have you tried coloring your hair within... Then within a week, decided you wanted to color it a different color and change the hairstyle as well. Protective styling, not meant to conform, but to express. Also, there are kinkier wigs that resemble our textures as well. At that point, I gave up. <laughs> she just gave me the whole rundown of basically how undecisive women can be. So I say to her, makes sense. Women can never make up their minds, so I get that. But it's annoying. It's extremely annoying. She stopped responding. But yeah, uh, women, ladies, ladies, I say this all the time. Women love to do shit to impress each other because men really don't care. We don't like weave. We don't really care for makeup, yet you do it to impress each other. The same reason women buy jewelry at this point because bitches really don't care about that shit. Like, oh, wow, I got a Cuban. Eh. 
Is it even real? Like, bitches don't care no more. It depends on the bitches you're around, to be honest. Some bitches do care about jewelry. But what I'm saying to you is, ladies, come on, man. Like, we just want to see the real you at some point. You got Kendrick Lamar making songs. You just want to see her ass with some stretch marks, because that's real. Like, you look on the internet and you see images of women, and there's no stretch marks, there's no saggy breasts, there's no scars. There's no imperfections. And we are not perfect. And we still love you. We love y'all perfect. Like, we love y'all the way y'all are. Stretch marks, come here. I'll bite every one of them shits. Oh, you got saggy titties? Come here. I'll lift that titty up. Mwah. Tell them It's a titty, nigga. Better appreciate a titty. She's trying to be out here sucking dick, nigga. All right, then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just, we just want our ladies to just look normal. Like, I miss, I miss the days of your girl going to the hair salon for $40 and coming home with a sandwich for you. But she had change. <laughs> Give your girl $40 to go get her hair done now. She's like, what is this for? This won't even cover the conditioner. Well, what the fuck are you doing at the nail, at the hair salon, damn it? You know how much a woman hair costs now with all this weave and shit? Oh, my goodness. It's a lot, my nigga. It's a lot. And, you know, I like, you know, my weakness is women with the curly hair. The big, curly, natural, real hair. That's my kryptonite. Like, you can have a whole check. And whatever is in my pocket. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. But, um... Ladies... I still love all y'all. I still hit a bitch with weed. I'm not gonna hold you. I won't wife her, but I'll still smash. You know, that's I'm not gay. Fuck. Some of them weaves do be looking good too. Cause before she pulled that lace front off, it looked damn good. I'm like, damn, I like her hair. And then like a fucking alien. She peeled her fucking fucking cap off. Women are aliens though. They carry whole babies, my nigga. That's that's understand like there's a human growing inside of her when you get your girl pregnant like there's a whole life in her stomach and you gotta sit here and tell me aliens don't exist and we live with them <laughs> anyway that is episode 36 in the can and uh, uh I'm happy Delroy I'm glad you uh Glad you came through, man. You, you had a good show. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, letting me uh, let me be here, first and foremost. And I uh, salute to Yannick for having me and let me open the show. I think I did a good job. You'll hear the playback in, uh, in a minute. Okay. But that Roy, my nigga. All day. You already know. Okay. Let me get on up out of here so I can go home and get me some over team. <laughs> Ovaltine, hell yeah, nigga, marshmallows and that shit, nigga, that's not hot chocolate, it is for me, hello, alright, alright, man, like, look, you go ahead, get the fuck out of here, alright, nigga, man, I'll at you, alright, man, Delroy gone, and this is episode 36, I wanna double check, make sure this is right before I cut, the hell going on here? My SoundCloud app. 36. Thank y'all for listening. 